Hi friends, welcome to Good Thinking, the podcast where we explore meditation, mindset, and mindfulness in order to be a little bit kinder to ourselves and others. I'm your host, Jenny Martin. You can find me at Jenny Meditates and at Good Thinking Podcast on Instagram. I am beyond excited that you're here with me. Let's get the party started. Compliments to you for tuning in today. We're talking my top five tips for beginners, going over a few different meditation styles, how to figure out which might be best for you, and reviewing some of the proven benefits, the physical, mental, social, and emotional good stuff that you get out of meditating. Before we dive in, thank you. Thank you for all the feedback and support from our first episode. The outpour of love has been absolutely incredible, and I am profoundly grateful for every single one of you. All right, top tips. Here we go. The number one question I've received in the last five years is, how do I meditate and why do I feel bad at it? And I get it. So the first thing is my number one tip, what meditation is and what it's not. Meditation is not about clearing your thoughts or making your mind go blank. That's way too much pressure for me. Meditation is intentionally spending time with yourself, an act of stillness to become aware of your breath, your thoughts, or both. Think about it. We spend all day going from screen to screen, stimulus to stimulus, phone, computer, tablet, person, task, all day, every day. It's exhausting even to talk about. And how many of you, like me, when you hit the bed at night, all of a sudden your brain is on, like on. There's a download, an almost instant and overwhelming number of thoughts streaming in, making it hard for you to go to sleep. That's the first time since the moment you woke up and grabbed your phone in the morning that your brain has had the space and opportunity to talk to you. And now it's trying to communicate a day's worth of information as fast as possible. Meditation is the tool, practice, technique to take ownership of that download. Tip number two, the only way to be bad at meditation is to not do it. I'll say that again. The only way to be bad at meditation is to not do it. You're trying something new. It is going to feel weird. Be easy on yourself. A lot of people have told me that they think meditation is hard. And I believe that's because it's new and a little unfamiliar. If you give yourself a moment and think about your breathing or count out your inhale and exhale to slow it down, ta-da, you did it. You can meditate. Tip number three, start small. Minutes matter. It's the concept of consistency over intensity. I like to think of the example of going to the gym once versus going to the gym repeatedly for years. If you only have two minutes to meditate, it will make a difference over time, I promise you. Starting small also gives you somewhere to build to and allows you to grow your comfortability level as you go. Tip number four, set yourself up for success. If you can, start your day with some sort of meditation or mindfulness practice. Incorporating it into your morning routine is a game changer because it's proven to impact how you move through your day. 
It's an opportunity to be proactive instead of reactive. I'm Southern, so I like to think in metaphors. So think of it as if you're turning the temperature down on the stove before something boils over, instead of waiting until the pot overflows and there's a mess to clean up. Tip number five, it is possible to find a style that works for you. There are so many forms that meditation and mindfulness take. Undistracted journaling, prayer, exercise can all be great ways to connect with yourself. Activities like vision boarding or even single tasking where you are intentionally present and focusing on one thing at a time. Which sounds simple and it is, but when was the last time you drove somewhere and didn't listen to music or a podcast? Did a chore without the TV, music or a streaming service playing? or even went to the bathroom without your phone in your hand. I know because I do it too. Single tasking is arguably the easiest way to incorporate more mindfulness in your day. Then there's my favorite meditation. And there are dozens of meditation types. There's guided meditation, which is led by a teacher or facilitator. These are what we'll do together most often instrumental sessions where you're listening to tracks without lyrics, things like Hertz frequency, binaural beats, nature or atmospheric sounds. There's body scan where you're taking an inventory of how you're feeling. And ancient practices like Zen, mantra, transcendental, sound baths, and so many more. So how can you figure out what might be best for you? Ask yourself, what am I looking for right now? Are you trying to unplug or tap in? If you're trying to unplug because you've had a busy day, a guided meditation is great because it can do the heavy lifting in terms of what to focus on. If you have a busy brain, guided meditations are great for the same reason. I'd also suggest trying a walking meditation where you go for a walk and play a meditation session or lyricless music, maybe a slow yoga class or incorporating some sort of mindless cardio and letting your brain wander can be great as well. For people with busy brains, I found a physical element can be a powerful tool to steer mental focus. On the other hand, if you're looking to tap in, looking to connect to your intuition, make a decision, ask yourself something, I would suggest an instrumental meditation so you can be in that thought download, a track or session where there is minimal to no talking so you can hear yourself. The last thing for today is what's in it for you. Us curious humans like to know the why in addition to the how. The why is the benefits. There are thousands of studies that have shown meditation and mindfulness can positively affect your mental, physical, social, and emotional health. Meditating for 10 days can reduce your cortisol levels, which is the stress hormone. And stress affects our lives and health in many pervasive ways. Establishing a consistent routine can lower your blood pressure and inflammation, which are the causes of many ailments and illnesses. It has been shown to improve the plasticity of your brain within eight weeks. 
And neuroplasticity is the ability to grow and reorganize the networks of your brain to work better for you. Other favorites of mine are better sleep, boosts in mood, less brain fog, improved attention span and increased memory. Things we could all use, I'm sure. Meditating releases endorphins, which are known as the feel-good neurochemicals. They're pain relievers and happiness boosters. It enhances serotonin levels, which are responsible for mood regulation. It bolsters patience and develops self-confidence. The list literally goes on and on. The benefits alone are worth finding out what works for you. Any seemingly small way that you can incorporate more meditation and mindfulness into your day will make a massive impact. I'll add a few resources and references to the show notes below for those looking to learn more. Next week, we're going to explore visualization and do another guided session together. That's all for today's episode, friends. If you liked it, please share it with someone you care about. Leave us five stars or a stellar review so more people can find us. I am already looking forward to next week. Until then, have a good day on purpose. I'll see you real soon.